You're listening to Range Minded from Independence Indoor Shooting. Before we get started, make sure you like us on Facebook and Instagram at Range Minded Podcast and leave us some feedback and a rating from wherever you get your podcasts from. It really does help us out a lot. This is episode 101, where since most all of us are quarantined at home, we go through some of our favorite gun-related YouTube channels. Maybe you've heard of some of them, and maybe not, but hopefully it gives you a little more entertainment since you may have a lot more free time. As always, thanks for listening to Range Minded, and we hope you enjoy episode 101, the best gun YouTubers on the internet. Hello and welcome to Range Minded from Independence Indoor Shooting. My name is Mark Long, and as always, I am joined by... A very essential employee, Steve Zimmerman. You're building homes, so you are essential. I I consider, even if I wasn't, I'd still consider myself essential somehow. <laughs> well, you are the head of your household. Somebody needs me. Yeah, your family needs you. That's right. So, um, yeah, we're... That uh, is correct. We are uh, coming to you live from our homes, quarantined, um, staying away from people, keeping our social distance. Doing my best. I mean, I, I have moments of weakness where I go other than working, right? But I've been pretty good. I don't need to go to the lumber yards or anything. But sometimes you still got to eat, right? You just got to go to the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, you've got to get some food, especially if uh, you... But it's drive-in only. Yeah, drive-in or delivery only. And it seems like people are still out and about outside in droves. Yeah, yeah so we were talking about this off-air. In Idaho, the governor issued a stay-at-home order. And it maybe it maybe dropped traffic, uh, what ten percent? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if that. Maybe. I mean, I've been I've been having maybe to a little go. bit more than that. I've it doesn't having, seem like very many people are staying home. No, I've been having to go here and there a little bit, not too terribly much. But the times I have gone out, it's you wouldn't know that there's a stay-at-home order. That's for sure. Oh yeah, it's it is. It's kind of frustrating to where, uh, you know, I think about all these these older folks that have a hard time leaving, or or people that can't get it to the stores. And, uh, and when I have gone to the store, all I see is, uh, younger families that don't seem like they may be struggling as much shopping and buying ridiculous amounts of things that they probably don't need, which I could be wrong. I guess it's not fair for me to judge, but I have a sneaking hunch that there are other families that are really struggling that are finding it very, very difficult to, to buy food or toilet paper or milk or whatever, you know? They're probably more in need maybe than some, some are more in need than others is what you're saying. Yeah. And, and maybe people seem to think the same thing about me when we go but yesterday though, we went shopping yesterday. The only difference was, is I was doing more shopping for my parents than for us. And so, um, that was my excuse anyways. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's funny because I've seen people buying normal amounts of things. And then I've also seen people, like I saw a guy who had six dozen eggs. Yeah. And it's like, I guess maybe you're buying, you have, either have a huge family or you're buying, you know, for uh, preparation, I guess. But eggs don't last forever. No, there's a way to, to keep them, but for not for terribly long. There's some old school techniques, but you can't freeze them. So you, you got to cook them and freeze them, I guess, or something. I don't know. Yeah, I guess you could do that. So um, luckily I was able to get all of our stuff before the uh, stay at home order. But yeah, other folks, you know, may have not been so lucky to, and you know, you hear these kind of stories about nurses and medical professionals working, you know, 12, 18 mm -hmm. hour days and then going to the store and they don't have anything. It's kind of sad. 
it, it's that's really wrong. It's not what America's about, right? Like we're we're uh, we're a country that's been known to pull together and, and help each other up, but it seems like right now there's a lot of fun. Not everybody, but it seems like there's a lot of folks that just uh, fend for yourselves. Yeah, and uh, that's unfortunate. It is. It, and then there's a side of me that thinks, well, you guys should have prepared way before. Like, it's not hard to buy, you know, an extra loaf of bread and throw it in the freezer or something before chaos hits. Right. And, you know, what's interesting, too, is people uh, panic buying guns and ammo. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I was talking to the store and, and it's been it's been crazy. Yeah. Absolutely nuts. Yeah. And uh, and that's one good thing, though. I guess that uh, independence is still open. It's an essential business, um, you know, which I think is a good, yeah, a good fact, thing. Uh, the president. The president just came out, I think it was today, this afternoon, and said that firearms manufacturers and ammo manufacturers and retailers are essential in times of crisis. Well, self-defense. So that's that's cool. Yeah, but uh, good luck getting ammo anywhere. It's uh, it's a tough thing out there, which is which. what made me think about it. Um, you were talking about, you know, preparing already beforehand, and you should probably have a good stock of ammo on hand anyway for cases just like this. Yeah, and 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 I never have enough, and I think I'm finally going to learn this go around once the prices calm down a little bit. Sure, I'm not going to go out and buy buy crazy, but I'll you know buy a little extra here yeah. and there just to just to stock up. Yeah, buy a box or two extra maybe every time you go or whatever. Um, you know, but it's uh, and you know logically, you know, I, I doubt it'll get to a point where we'll be all sitting outside of our homes. You know, however, you never know, and it's better to be prepared. Yeah, I don't think so either, but you're right. You never you never know and and you never know when you need to help out your neighbor either. So Yeah, there's also that just uh, just be a good neighbor and, and and figure life out. Um well but let's uh we'll shift gears a little bit because that's not what the uh the uh focus of the podcast is. We're actually gonna talk about some uh lighthearted ish stuff, uh, I would say. Yeah. Um Yeah, in fact this was your idea and I, I liked this idea. It's oh, very you. fitting. Yeah, um, we're all sitting at home, really. Um, even if you're not maybe at a stay-at-home order, you're probably keeping your distance, staying inside, um, probably bored to tears. And what better way to pass the time than watch uh, YouTube videos about guns and firearms and shooting and all that. And so I thought it'd be a good idea to get together uh, a list of our favorite uh, firearms-related YouTube channels <laughs> um, that we can watch. Maybe you've heard of some of them, maybe you haven't, maybe you haven't gotten into them, and um you know, maybe give you some more entertainment options uh, because you probably run out of Netflix. Yeah. Well, and Netflix said they're slowing down too. They're going to be restricting their, their, uh, well, not, not bandwidth, whatever. It's going to be, it's going to be less, uh, less of good of a viewing experience because they're, everybody's just pounding them and they don't want to break the internet. So, oh, they have to lower their quality kind of thing. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Exactly. <laughs> I'm here for you. Yeah, their streaming quality, their streaming quality is going to go down because they're worried that they're going to break the internet. I guess. Man, that's un- that's unfortunate. But I mean, everybody's staying at home and and watching stuff online. So, yeah, that's that's a, a, a secondary consequence of uh, of what's going on right now. So, but anyway, um, so I I have a list of you know four or five or six of them um, and some favorite videos of mine what I like about them, um, that kind of stuff. But let's start with you. Who's, um, I'm sure you have a list of a couple. I want to know, uh, who was at the top of that list? 
you know, it's really hard for me to come to a number one because uh, I like so many of them. Um, probably the first one that really jumps to mind is is Vickers Tactical, Larry Vickers. Oh, he's great. And and I know we've talked to him a little bit about on the on the show before. Uh, Larry, as as a person, he's hard to get along with. Like I've tried to talk to Larry, he comes across as as kind of arrogant, but I've heard that that's really not the case. That he's actually a, a pretty down to earth guy. Just in the the two times I've talked to him, where well, one was at at uh, at a shop in Idaho Falls. He he came through and yeah, he was late late for a flight or something so he was in a hurry and the other one was at shot show and obviously i'm uh, that wasn't probably not a very fair way for me to assume what he's like at shot show because <laughs> yeah when you talk to thousands and thousands of people in a day of course you'll be grumpy but larry's content like he goes through some of the uh, some some like uh obscure guns and those are the videos i really like watching is when he goes through some of these hard to get guns in america or, or something like that he's He's not only a gun enthusiast and instructor, but he's also a a wealth of information on on obscure and antique guns, um, yeah. military type type guns. And so his videos that he has, some of that stuff is just so cool to watch. And he's also got some really cool slow mo videos of like AKs and and AR-15s that are pretty cool to watch too. Yeah, they're actually kind of hypnotic. I remember um, just, watching. Uh, he had a, I think it was an FG forty two from World War two that he did in slow mo, and I'm like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, some of the stuff I don't know how he gets his hands on some of the stuff he does, just because of the rarity. But uh, it's some pretty cool stuff. Well, I think I think the first well, I know it's the first video I ever remember watching of, of Vickers is when he went to um, the anti-terrorist unit in Russia and and shot with the Spetsnaz. Oh, really? Some of their drills, which are absolutely crazy, something that they'd never do in the United States. Um, shooting past guys to hit targets and stuff like that. Just, but super intense. Like, stuff we would probably consider incredibly dangerous and stupid. Yeah, but but the the level of training. You're right. It is seem that way. But the level of training these guys go through and the confidence that they have to have with each other, shooting next to each other, is oh man. That that video is crazy. Yeah, I imagine. And yeah, Larry Vickers is just a full a wealth of knowledge on a lot of different things. And I really like the way he presents his stuff. It's not. It's very facts or like kind of facts based and um, matter of fact. There's not a lot of fluff to it, which I kind of like. Yeah, and he and he's written a few books too. So I mean, like I said he he's got a huge amount of knowledge, and uh, he's just a man. He's like a pillar in the in the two A community when it comes to to history and even to tactics. He was a I think he was a Green Beret if I remember right. Um, Top top tier guy, like he understands his stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to arm wrestle him even now. I didn't know he was a, a Green Beret back in the day. I wasn't sure actually what his background was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was a Green Beret. He was he was top tier guy, like, or maybe he was Delta. That might have been he might have been a Delta guy. <laughs> but he was up there. Man, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's he's one of my favorites too. I don't I don't I don't think I subscribe to his, but um, he does come up every once in a while, especially. Like you mentioned, like uh, if I'm looking up uh, obscure guns or something uh, weird or uh, different, and and he goes out and shoots them, which I think is really cool too. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing. Like, there's a few historical firearms website or uh, YouTube channels, but he actually gets behind them and 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 runs the gun, which is what I like to see. Yeah, it's a little more fun than um, sitting behind a desk. Not that that's a bad thing, because. 
Um, one of my favorite YouTube accounts is Forgotten Weapons. I'm sure you're familiar. Yeah. I'm sure everybody's probably yep. familiar. But if you're not, uh, you need to just uh, go onto YouTube and search Forgotten Weapons because uh, Ian McCollum is this uh, guy who uh, just goes over in intricate detail the history of different kinds of firearms, um, takes them apart. You know, if you're into the machinery and the mechanics of how firearms works, um, it's really fascinating to see how all this works and the confidence that guy has to, to take these things apart and put them back together has to be, uh, way up there. Like, um, but he explains it to you also in a way that like makes sense. So like, um, the HK, I think it's the G 11, you know what I'm talking about? I haven't, I don't, I don't know. It was, uh, a, 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 so. a project, an assault rifle project. Um, for the U.S. military and uh, the German military um, that used caseless ammunition. Okay. And the way it worked was the bolt actually, like, rotated as it fed, like, kind of like a P90, but instead of the magazine, like, rotating the rounds, it was the actual bolt. Hmm. And it's just this crazy complex thing that has to do with, you know, rotate things rotating and pushing and pulling and all that. And, and Ian from Forgotten Weapons explains it in a really kind of cool way. That's one of my favorite videos of his. Um, and But he also just goes over the history of where the gun came from, what the ideas were. He even has, like, different iterations. Like, he did one on um, the HK uh, Mark 23. And he had, you know, three different versions of it lined up. And you're able to kind of see the different changes and stuff. And really good way of storytelling kind of the history of firearms, if that makes sense. Yeah. And he's another one of those guys, like, I don't know where he gets some of the stuff he talks about. Yeah, I don't either. And I mean, uh, I've seen him, I, I've seen him run kind of a couple of guns too, which is kind of cool. I've had a chance in my day to, to hold some pretty rare and, and amazing firearms. Um, but that guy, he's, <laughs> he has some strange access and which is good. Cause then it lets us all enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, the, uh, I can't remember where it is, but HK has got like, um, and that's kind of what turned me on to him in the first place. The way he went over all these, you know, HK guns, um, is he was in their like vault room or something. And so he's got the background of all the HK guns and has all this access to all of them. It's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, like you said, we're fortunate that he's able to share all that with us. Um, but there's some cool stuff. If you if you're like if you want to dive deep and fall down a rabbit hole in a gun history, uh, Forgotten Weapons <laughs> is is really a, a great place to go. You know, it's so sad that we talk about this kind of stuff and how intriguing it is because it's not just shooting the gun or watching the bullets impact, which is still cool. But it, it's sad that YouTube wants to demonetize these guys, and because there's it's benign, like it's history. Ah, so frustrating. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it, it, and you're right. It's not necessarily even the shooting videos. Like I'm sure anything with a gun, you know, even just talking about the history and stuff will, will threaten to get demonetized. And, um, they're just, it seems like YouTube is wholly against, you know, using or having firearms content, but it's still there. Thankfully, I know there's been threats of it being removed or demonetized or whatever, yeah. but thankfully it's, it's at least still there for now. Yeah, every time a snowflake cries about something, then those <laughs> videos end up getting pulled, or the channel gets flagged, or yeah. But it's, like, it's like, annoying. Like you said, it's history, and it's interesting to learn, um, especially because you know our history is so interwoven with firearms, and a lot of other countries are as well. And 
you know, you really are learning about history, especially with something like Forgotten Weapons or even, you know, Larry Vickers for that matter. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's another one on your list? So one of my, I just talked about, you know, bulls impacting things or projectiles impacting things. One of my favorites, in fact, every time I get a notification that they put out a new video is Tau Flater Mouse. Have I've heard never guy? heard of that. It's T-A-O-F-L-E-D-E-R-M-A-U-S. Tau Flater Mouse. Sounds German. And so what it does sound quite German. And I think these guys are either from um, central California or, or maybe in Arizona. I'm not quite sure where these guys are from. Um, but he gets these usually almost always shotgun rounds that they load and, and a bunch of his subscribers, they'll turn, you know, certain materials and then he'll load them and see what the projectile does in certain media. Huh. And, it's actually some really cool stuff. And he gets projectiles from all over the world. He's got subscribers in Russia. There's this one guy that, in fact, one of his last couple of videos, they, um, I think it was a solid brass projectile that they turned and, oh, and melded him five that he could load. It, it's actually a really fun video to watch because he'll do it in slow motion. So you can see how things impact and, and how it tumbles or how it, how it spins or whatever. It spins stabilization. He's smart too. He's not, He's not dumb. He understands ballistics and and uh, stuff like that, like how the shockwave reacts to things. Like it's it's cool. Yeah, I think that is. Like I say, every every time I see his notification come out, that's I watch that video. Yeah, I think you know YouTube and and just watching videos about firearms in general makes ballistics a lot more uh, interesting, but also easier to at least for me to understand. Um, you know you shout a bunch of numbers at me and show me graphs and charts and stuff like that. I don't necessarily get it. I can't, my mind can't wrap around it, but when you show me, you know, this type of projectile, you know, fired from this cartridge or whatever, you know, does this to mm -hmm. a target or will land here or here or whatever. Um, it's actually, that's what makes it click in my mind. So I'll have to check that guy out, man. That sounds pretty cool actually. Yeah. It's, it's a fun channel to watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm scrolling through it right now, and uh, there's there's a lot there that I think needs to be checked out. <laughs> yeah, and he's like one of his old videos. He took a, I think he put spikes in a 410, <laughs> in a 410 shot, and was shooting spikes out of it. Like that was like old. I'm pretty sure that was him, but that was from a long time ago. Yeah, just wild stuff. Good stuff. Um, but that's the other thing too is that slow motion. I at least for me too really does drive the point home of what these folks are trying to do and. Um, really seeing how firearms manufacture, you know, or uh, how they function, you know, because you can explain, you know, the the cycle of fire to somebody, um, but being able to see it, I think, in a video in real life or a computer animation is actually much more uh, beneficial to illustrate. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of like the oh, that's how that works. Like you can look, like for example, when when I was doing the AR build classes, a lot of folks they didn't make sense why the springs work the way they did or you know how certain parts associate but there's that there's a, some awesome animations like you're saying on youtube that it just clicks they can see everything it skeletonizes the frame and then they can see exactly what does what and why it's super helpful yeah it makes everything click a lot better um because i mean the fire the cycle of fire is so fast in a semi-automatic you know firearm of any type um in a full semi-auto yeah, fully semi-auto happens 30 clips a, a second, I think. 
Yeah. <laughs> 30 round clips. Yep. 30 in a second, 30 caliber clip in, in a second. Exactly. Oh boy. Um, yeah, that's exactly. a great one. Um, let's see. Um, another one that, uh, this, uh, this guy, I think he's might've come under fire right now a little bit. I haven't looked into it. Um, but have you heard of a guy named Paul Harrell? Uh, the name sounds familiar, but I don't think I've seen his videos. It's it's Paul Harrell or Paul Harrell. I think it's Paul Harrell. It's H A R R E L L, um, and he's like uh, he was in the National Guard. Um, he was a firearms instructor there. Um, kind of an older older gentleman. Um, kind of got that instructor sense of humor. Um, but he's like, oh, maybe all- I do. He's is he from the South? No, he's actually from Oregon. He's got a Southern accent. Oh, that's not who I thought it was. Um, but he's won a bunch of sharpshooter competitions and stuff. And I believe he's actually had to use a firearm in self-defense with lethal consequences. Hmm. So he's got some experience with, you know, defensive shooting and concealed carrying and, and that kind of stuff. Um, but um, he does a lot of his own kind of testing. Like he does the videos that I've seen. He does a lot of penetration testing. Like there was one video, which he did, um, which was nine versus 40. Um yeah. And he basically made his like own like dummy test subject using like uh ribs and uh a sack of oranges for lungs and then using like a beef heart hmm. it's in, sandwiched in between to simulate like a real heart. Um it was kind of interesting to see and about um the other thing is he he does these kind of experiments or whatever and shows the results and he goes, well, which one is better? You be the judge. Like he's not telling you like the end all be all kind of thing. Um, but he does bring up a lot of interesting points. The only thing I'll say about him is that um, you'll want to make sure you have some time to kill because I think that like one of the shortest videos I've ever seen from him is like 10 minutes long and they go all the way up to like 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. Here's one. that's an hour long. Yeah. Three days ago. Yeah. There's, I, interesting. there's some kind of, Somebody, I think, tried to call him out online and um, that he wasn't uh, a reliable, like, educator. Um, but I, I, I can't, maybe one of our listeners can fill us in on the drama, but uh, it's something like that. And that I think that hour-long video is a response to somebody trying to call him out or something. Um, I just didn't. Believe it or not, quarantine or otherwise, I didn't have the time to watch an hour-long YouTube video. <laughs> So make sure you have some time, but he's, I think he's an interesting guy. Definitely an interesting, um, perspective. I just subscribed and, and, to him cause I'd never heard of him before. Yeah. And he, and I, the thing is, I think that the, the thoroughness of his videos, the time he takes, um, the detail that he goes into, because he talks about, you know, with everything he shoots, he talks about the kind of ammo he's shooting and tries to compare apples to apples, um, you know, as much as he can. Um, you know, he talks about gun safety too. He talks about, um, there's a video that I saw. Um, it's like the most common types of negligent just discharge that he's seen um, with some examples. Um, you know, so it's kind of a little bit of everything. He talks about home defense, um, did like a wall test um, with different, like a handgun versus an AR-15 versus a shotgun. Um, hmm. you, you know, basically simulating like being three rooms away and like and having like drywall like set up the right way and then an exterior wall almost, you know, set up kind of how you would in a house and really testing it out and seeing how, how much penetration there really is in different rounds. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I can imagine there might, some people might think he's a little dry or, um, but 
he, like I said, he's kind of got that instructor humor. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's always the best kind. What's wrong with that? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it, but it just, it's somebody that, you know, it, you can tell they've been around and seen a lot of different things and a lot of screw ups. Yeah. That's the best kind of experience. Unfortunately, sometimes like usually when you make a mistake, you learn and then you teach other people don't make the same mistake. Yeah, but I, I, I like his videos a lot. It's, if I have a lot of time to kill, you know, I can only really sit through one or two at a time. He's not really the most binge-worthy, but um, he's got a lot of good stuff. So if you ever have a chance to check out Paul Harrell, I would uh, I would recommend it. I'm going to have to. Yeah, he's got some good stuff. I'm going to um, have to. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, we've talked about 9 verse 40, I think, or just different calibers and stuff like that on, on our podcast. Um, you know, but he and I, we've kind of come to the consensus that, you know, it's it's similar and it's more about shot placement and stuff like that. But he offers some interesting insight about, um, you know, just penetration and, um, you know, what kind of damage each each round can do. Um, so it's kind of interesting, interesting perspective and insights on that. Hmm. So I'm going to have to check him out. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, so what's uh, what's next on your list? So I can't decide which way I'm gonna go on this, because um, there's there's a couple. So maybe I'll just go to to Culion Noir. So oh yeah, have you ever watched any Culion Culion Noir? Uh, so he, I kind of get frustrated with him. He's a little bit of a prima donna. Yeah, yeah. But he he usually ends up being pretty spot on in some of his arguments. So he's he's an attorney, like he's he understands the law side of things, but he's also a huge two way advocate. Um, I know there's a lot of drama and and shady areas when it comes to the NRA and and all that big old debacle. But uh, I, I tend to like to watch his videos because he makes me think, um, even if I'm trying to argue against him which I don't, but he, he makes me think a little bit. Um, but I can't sit and watch a bunch of his videos either. Like I'll watch one or two, maybe a month, but not, not very often. Yeah. When I, uh, but Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say when I first got into firearms, that's Colion Noir was one of the first people that I was able to get into. Um, because, and this was like, you know, over 10, 10 years ago ish now. Um, mm. he was super like entertainment entertaining, um, had a lot of great, um, you know, content that he was shooting. Um, I think this was before he was even involved with the NRA and had a lot of great arguments, um, you know, kind of like educating people on like, okay, if somebody says this, like, you know, why, if somebody says, why do you need an AR-15? Well, it's because of this, you know, X, Y, and Z reason. And like, like you said, it's, it's hard to argue against the points that he raises, um, in those I haven't watched him all that much lately. Um, mm -hmm. I think like you said, I mean, I've never met the guy, but it does seem like he's kind of a prima donna, maybe a little, um, or he's just, yeah, that, there's just something about him that I don't think I'd want to hang out and eat dinner with him or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I would. Um, but, um, I, uh, I just, uh, I would give him a shot. And I'm sure, I bet you he might be a really nice person in person. Yeah, he's probably a stud, but. Um, I will say, I, I, I guess, it's just, I think when he got involved with the NRA, I think he got like a big deal kind of complex a little bit. Like, oh, I'm hot stuff now, you know? Yeah, just like Dana Lash did and, and all those folks when they really got hooked up with the NRA, they got their own shows and right. they got a lot of publicity, good and bad. And 
I don't know. I I think uh, I don't know. Well, fame you be does, the judge. Fame does. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> fame does weird things to people. But um, if you go back to to his beginnings, like his initial videos from back in the day, I think they're really well done. And I think that he's got and the way that he shoots his videos are really good too. Like the actual production value is is really entertaining yeah. to watch. Um, you know, and it's interesting because he's a he he's a Texas guy and he lives, I think, in Dallas. Um, and he um he's like a city guy. Like he lives like in a in an apartment in a in a major city or whatever, and he's got all these guns and stuff like that. So it's kind of interesting to see that, you know, there there are uh two way supporters everywhere. Um no matter what, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. But as far as like argument side, like he's, I, I, I like him as having, as far as having the knowledge and the understanding the legalese, like he's, he's pretty good that way. Yeah. And like I said, like you said, it, he's hard to argue against. And really, I think, you know, if you're, if you ever talk to somebody and you're kind of struggling to defend your position about why, you know, you know, people, you know, need, guns as tools for self-defense or why you should be able to own an AR or whatever. I think, you know, you check out his videos and he'll give you some good uh, ammunition, no pun intended on, um, you know, just some, just some talking points, you know what I mean? Or just some things to bring up with people to, in a conversation, you know? Right. So, um, I, I, I don't know. I just think, yeah, when he got involved with the NRA, I think it kind of, kind of gave him a big head, maybe. <laughs> maybe. So, yeah, there's just something about him now that, I say I'll watch one one video, maybe two a month, but uh, if that even. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, I'm. Uh, I will say he's a great shot. He's a great shooter. He can shoot very, very well. And super athletic. Like I know some of his videos where he, he has this little, little. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's almost like a USPSA range, but he'll run and shoot and run to one place, do some push-ups and shoot, and that's kind of cool. Yeah, and he takes it seriously. I mean, I. The guy's passion and his um, the passion and, and the uh, the importance of the Second Amendment um, from him are are a big deal to me. I think you know, um, and I will say uh, he I forgot he was on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast about a year ago. That's a great podcast to listen to, um, a great episode of that show to listen to. If you have haven't, to hunt it down. yeah, for sure. So, um, but yeah, no, he's a good, especially like getting into guns. I think he's, he's great for new shooters. Um, uh, if you go check out his, uh, his back catalog, um, and, uh, and just, uh, see what he's got to say. Yeah. I so, agree. yeah, no, I went, uh, I, I started from him. Um, the other guy, another guy, when I start, when I first got into guns, who's been doing stuff for a while. Um, I don't know what his real name is, but on YouTube, he's Such zero zero. You ever seen this guy? No, I've never heard of him. Well, Such zero zero. Yeah, S O O T C H zero zero. Um, he like review. It seems like he reviews like every gun ever, like or every like modern handgun. Um, and like, well, he'll pit them against each other sometimes. Um, does older guns? Um, anytime like I've especially when I started um my firearms journey and wanted to um like looked up reviews for like, you know, Walter PPQ or, um, oh, I think he, I do know who this guy is. He yeah. like, he has a review for like every gun and I don't know why or how, but, um, he'll, you know, and he'll actually shoot it and run it, which is cool. He'll, um, take it down on a table and like, take it apart, show you how easy, um, 
you know, field stripping. Well, he it almost is has a million subscribers. Yeah. So he's, I guess he's kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he'll, uh, he'll go back, he'll go back and show you how everything works on the gun and everything. Um, he'll shoot it, you know, do some accuracy tests and stuff like that. Um, I think he's a Southern boy. Um, he's got a little bit of an accent to him, but, um, yeah, man. I mean, hmm. he, I remember once I found one, he did an HK, uh, VP nine versus Walther PPQ, just like who to thunk to ever. I mean, they're, they're very similar guns, but it's one of the only videos where I saw where they actually compare the two. Yeah. Hmm. So, and I, interesting. He, he's done like reviews on older, like used guns. It always seems like, um, you know, those deals when like police, um, or like another, you know, organization will get rid of all their guns and then you'll see them on like websites for police trade in or whatever. Right. Um, seems like he always grabs one of those and, and, um, does a review on one. Like uh, a couple months ago, I think he did one on a Smith and Wesson 6906. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like, okay, like that's really random, but I guess if you've ever wanted to have a all metal, you know, that generation Smith may as well check out a review on it. Um, he did one on a Jericho 941. He, he compared, um, the, uh, Glock 44 with the PPQ, uh, 22. So just all all kinds of stuff. So he's kind of an interesting character. Um, if you're ever looking for a gun review, chances are that guy's probably going to have it. That's interesting. I just subscribed to him. So. There you go. I'm helping. We're helping each other out. Look at that. Um, but that goes back to you now. So what? Uh, who's uh, who's next on your list? So this goes to uh, a podcast actually because they got a podcast and then a bunch of YouTube videos. Yeah. So uh, Tom Gresham with gun talk is like my go-to as far as um, the second good best podcast on that comes out on Sundays <laughs> is, is gun talk. Yes. Next anyway, year, they I have, have another a one, huge, yeah. a huge catalog of gun videos and uh, they do stuff on TV and things too. So he's, and they're kind of a big deal, but, the the gun talk videos they have they're pretty informative some of them are really basic they're they're kind of geared towards well i think they can go to anybody at any levels any skill level uh-huh and but they have a bunch of stuff and they do some first person defender which is their tv show that then they end up posting the videos on their youtube channel later on like a season later or whatever oh really those are those are really interesting cuz they're scenarios where they put people in real life scenarios where they have to defend themselves with a gun and huh. uh, it, it makes makes you think. Yeah, well, I've, it's interesting because I've heard of Tom Gresham, but I didn't know that he had a um, uh, YouTube presence. I, I kind of silly yeah. feel kind of silly that to think that he didn't. But yeah, he's one of the biggest uh, gun podcast guys out there, and um, you know that's just another good thing if you're uh, doing stuff around the house and maybe you can't watch a video, but um, you know you can listen to a podcast if you're. Uh, all caught up on range minded. Check out uh, Tom Gresham's gun talk. Yeah, he's okay. Like <laughs> he's all, he's all right by comparison. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. like this video for this video, for example, they just posted one yesterday. It was about dry fire practice. Like just some, it's a two minute long video. Just talks about just some some safety tips when when you're dry fire practicing. There you go. Pretty simple, two minute long video. Yeah. But they got a a slew of videos like that out there. That's cool though, because it's easily, it's easily digestible. It's not, um, you know, a really heavy amount, um, of, of content. You don't have to sit and kind of mentally prepare, um, you know, but at the same time, then you can, you can learn something from it and you can never, 
you know, we've said it before and say it again that you can never go wrong with uh, the basics. Nope. So, um, that, uh, that reminds me of another one though, um, is that, uh, and you, I, and I, I don't have it on the list, but it just made me think of it was uh, John Korea. Oh yeah. He's a big deal. Yeah, um, and that he is he's a guy that of... he's a guy that uses real life situations from CCTV footage and, um, you know, police, I think cams and all these kind of re- things that have really happened and shows you how, you know, some of these situations really do go down. Yeah, he's. I like John Korea for, for that sake, because like like you say, he'll go through actual footage of a of an incident, and then it really makes people think. Like, what? You first of all, you see how quick incidents happen. I mean, whether it's like two and a half seconds is what a, a normal incident will happen. A self defense, uh, um, circumstance, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's like, an, it can happen it's very quickly. Super fast, and. Uh, and it's usually not what people think in their mind. And and John goes through that stuff and yeah, he's awesome. What's well, like um our good friend Adam Boyce, um, you know, talking about knife attacks and altercations and stuff about how those things don't, you know, end up or, or go down like they do in the movies or whatever. It's not how you think. And um I would say uh John Creo with active self protection is the same deal. Um and he posts pretty regularly too. Um you know, and it really does make you think about different situations because you could find one that, you know, you that you could probably see yourself in. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then that's the other thing is you realize the wide variety of there's no cookie cutter instance. I mean, every every self defense situation is different. Yeah, and uh, and John goes through as many of those as you can find, and goes into it in you know in detail too about just you know here's what happened in this, you know, and then they, their reaction, then the next person's reaction and so on and so forth. And, um, it, it's, it makes you think it really does. It kind of, it's sobering. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess, uh, my, my next one, I just, in fact, just watched one of his videos was good old Hickok 45. Oh yeah. You Have can't you go wrong with that. Oh yeah. He's great. He's a, he's a, he's a special guy. That guy. He, I want to be him basically when I'm older and retired. So he was reviewing the, the, the video I watched anyway. I think that's his newest one. He was going through the, the Glock 20 in, in 10 mil. Oh, yeah. And dude just handles that thing like a rock star. Yeah, I mean, the way that he can shoot is insane. I mean, he can, he can, he's, so the, if, if you haven't ever watched a Hickok 45 video, I'm going to, I'm going to paint the picture is, he lives in Kentucky. He's like a retired school teacher, I'm pretty sure. And he has all these different guns. He's, he's also a, he, he's also like six foot seven. Yeah, he's six eight. Like really the, tall. The I guy's think a monster. He's got to be like almost 70, probably. And he's got a range in his backyard, basically. I think he owns like a bunch of land, but he's got like his a range with all these uh, steel targets, um, a little shooting bench, and he's got a gong that I think is set out at what, like a hundred yards? I think it's a hundred yards. And he can hit it you know, four times out of five, nine times out of 10, um, with like any pistol with a handgun. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So he's he, a, and he just, you could tell he like, he's one of those people that like, if you want it, if like, he just enjoys shooting and it like genuinely the act of like target shooting makes him happy. And I feel like if I, I ever met somebody who was like super anti-gun be like, see guns are evil and blah, blah. Oh yeah. Well talk about this old guy enjoying himself target shooting in his backyard, you know? 
and, and and the thing I like about his videos is like I don't think there's a script, there's no real production, like it's just a video camera and Hickok. That's it. And he just talks. Yeah, no, that's a good point. It's very it's not there's no slickness to it. He's, I think his his uh his son, I think, films it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just sits behind him in the back. There's no like scene changes. There's no fancy CGI intros or anything like that. He just nope. does his intro, usually pulls a gun out of a holster and starts shooting at soda bottles or clay pots or uh, stuff like that. And he just lets it have some fun. And it's like, it's like watching a guy go fishing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I think makes him so successful at it is he's just a genuine old dude that just out there shooting, having fun. Yeah, and that again, like when I first started shooting, that was one of the uh, the places, one of the first channels that I started watching, um, and it made, to me at least, it made firearms seem very approachable. Um, that it is yeah. a sport that you can enjoy. It's not just for, you know, you know, just for self defense. Like there is an actual, you know, enjoyment of the sport and things of that nature. You know what I mean? All right. So I thought that was that was something that was. Uh, very inviting to the to the sport of shooting so yeah he's a stud that old guy yeah and he's been at it for a long time i think his channel probably is i mean it's got to be 10 years old or more oh i'm sure it's been around a while yeah i, I think he him and and the military arms channel um who's some of the other ones they've been around a long time maybe demolition ranch some of those have been around from like the beginning of youtube yeah, Colion Noir is another just, one uh, um, who's been around at it for a really long time. Um, I'm trying to think. There was one. Um, oh, see, check this out. Yeah, so Hickok 45's got f- almost 5 million subscribers. Um, wow. And I don't even, I don't know how far back he's, it's his videos have gone or whatever. I don't know if they tell you. Joined January 6th yeah, of 2007. Can... <laughs> 13 years. Um, nice. But like just six days ago, he just posted a video, a 36 minute video. Uh, welcome new gun owners. That's awesome. Yeah. So he's, and that's the thing too, is I think he's, he's in touch with the gun community. He's not just some old guy out in the middle of nowhere, you know? Right. So yeah, he's a good one. Another one that's been around, I think for a while, um, is, uh, there's a website called the firearm blog and, um, yep. you know, TS and they have a, they're, YouTube channel is called TFB TV, um, which I think is actually kind of a, uh, they do a good mix of information, but also, um, do a, you know, a, a good mix of information and humor. They, they make it kind of lighthearted. Um, the guy who runs a fair amount of them, James Reeves, um, is an interesting character. Um, yeah, but, and, and some of them, I guess, can get a little campy or whatever. I think sometimes they're, they kind of pull things out of the air for content, but Hey, I mean, We've, we've done that a couple times. Absolutely. Why not? So one of the favorite things, I don't know if they haven't, I don't know if they've done it in a while, but um, one of the things, they do a lot of countdowns, but one of the things they started doing a while ago was doing um, guns from certain movies or like going through a movie and going through all the firearms that were in there. So like they did one with Die Hard about like an H and um, <laughs> so they did the MP5, they did the Beretta 92, they did the HKP7. Uh, the AUG, all that kind of stuff. So I thought that was really cool. That is cool. Sorry, she's taking a drink. Oh, that's fine. Um, but yeah, he's so they and, and they're pretty good shooters. They do have some practical stuff about concealed carrying. Um, you know, one of the one of a 
an entertaining one that they did a while back was uh, for summer carry. Um, you know, and, and the advice, I think it's more stuff to think about rather than like hard and fast advice. Um, I think they just make you think a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what we need though, in the gun community too, those is, uh, I mean, it's easy to be validated by thousands of YouTube content. Just, Oh yeah. Well, so I carry a gun because of this or, uh, but it's good to have somebody that just kind of just throws you out a little bit and makes you wonder why you carry that gun or maybe you pick something different. Yeah. And just makes you think that, that, that one of the things that I've learned with, with watching a lot of YouTube videos is that, that there are a lot of different ways to do things uh, in the firearm world. And, you know, the big thing is there's a lot of different ways of doing things. And that if it works for you and it's safe and effective, then, you know, that works. But I think one of the things about, you know, watching YouTube videos is as a whole, is just giving you options and showing you that there's different yeah. ways to do things. You know what I mean? Right. That's what I, well, you also got to be careful because there's so much junk out there on YouTube too, as well. So it's, it's good to find somebody that's at least competent. And sometimes I guess that could be difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any, actually, that's a good question. Is there anybody that you don't, watch that you know is a pretty popular gun channel i might get some get some interesting comments uh voda voda that guy oh that guy <laughs> well we've talked about before where there's there's you know you can tell when an instructor is not a good person or a, a good instructor um or they uh you know they make you feel unsafe and we've talked about even if it's not um if it's not if you don't feel comfortable there's no you know ill will about walking out of a uh, oh no of a class or something like that and the same thing with YouTube if something isn't isn't right you know then it's not uh, it's then don't let don't watch it yeah yeah the the only one I can really think of, and I'm sure there's a bunch more out there but yeah that that Voda guy he is awful really absolutely awful what's his story yeah. do you know um he's I don't know what country he's from, but I, I think he lives in Detroit or somewhere in the city. And, and he's, uh, he accidentally shot somebody in one of his classes because they're somebody? always carrying, yeah, they're always carrying hot guns that he always has people pointing guns at it, his students pointing guns at him on purpose. Oh my God. Um, it, it's just awful. He's always flagging himself with his guns in his videos all the time. In fact, the NRA revoked the, his, uh, his um credentials because he's just ridiculous really yeah he's he's terrible that's wild man yeah so stay away from that guy <laughs> yeah um yeah i was curious so i turned on some of his new videos that he's he's still posting video in fact he even wrote a book about self-defense really and, and it blows my mind that that people still give that guy any kind of respect um, the only one there's, it's not out of like not being safe or anything like that. It just, um, there's one guy, uh, and I don't know, it'll be interesting to see if you know this guy or not. Yankee Marshall. Have you heard of him? Mm, I don't think so. He, he just seems like somebody like I've watched a few of his videos. Um, but he seems like the kind of guy that would just complains to complain and like tries to get a rise out of other people. One of those people, one of those guys. And maybe I'm generalizing too much or whatever, but. Um, he, uh, he tries and, and maybe I'll have to hand it to him. He tries to call people out and see, tell it as he sees it or whatever. But, 
I think he just tries to be a little more dramatic than he really needs to be, if that makes sense. Than he needs to be, yeah. Well, I'm sure there's a few out there. I, honestly, like I've heard people complain about John Lovell, which blows my mind. Um, the the Warrior Poet, that is a fantastic channel, and that that dude's just a solid dude altogether. Oh yeah, uh, he's a great guy. But I, I've I've seen people post stuff about his videos, and I'm like, what What are you talking about? Oh, he's a terrible instructor. No, no, he's not. No, he and he knows what he's doing. He's. I think maybe I could see where somebody uh, could think that his personality might rub them the wrong way because he is very direct and he makes no bones about it. But I think he backs his stuff up with pretty good reasoning and experience and knowledge. Even. Even though he's direct, it doesn't come across as derogatory or demeaning. No, it's just it's just direct. That's all. Yeah. So he's, I like him. I, I I've talked to him personally too. I, I that guy. I just I respect that guy. We should get him on the podcast. That'd be amazing. <laughs> if I could, <laughs> I guess I could always reach out to him. Sure. Why not? So um, oh, go ahead. On a on a lighter hearted part. Of, so this dude. He's not around. I think he actually passed away. I think he had multiple sclerosis or, or something. Oh, geez. Um, but his videos, they're probably not kid friendly. Um, <laughs> but they are some of my most favorite gun videos ever produced on YouTube. Really? And this is what I was looking for. So it's Karnik Khan. Oh, this guy. Uh, He's still alive. Is he still around? Yeah, he just doesn't I do anything anymore. No. Uh, what? Oh, oh what's... he's a stud. Yeah, that guy's great. Um, C-A-R-N-I-K space C-O-N. Yeah, I think he's still on Twitter. I think he just stopped doing gun stuff. Um, well, that's too bad because he's yeah. hilarious. Dugan Ashley was his name. Yeah, Dugan. And I, I've heard, I don't know if it's true, but I, I've heard that this dude was an operator in the military. Like like yeah. serious stuff, supposedly. Yeah. I don't know how true that is, but uh, I'd heard that from a, a friend that knows a guy that knows a guy type of thing. <laughs> well, and you can tell the way that he shoots, like he knows a lot of stuff. But man, yeah, he had some hilarious stuff. Like um, he had a video about like an AK and the reliability of it. And I think he put like a ham sandwich in the action and it still worked. Oh, he's just, I wish he would produce more content because man, his stuff's funny. Yeah, I was just doing a quick search of what happened and... Um, in 2017, all of his content was removed from YouTube, believe it or not. It's back up on, like, like because I, I pulled it up again. Oh, really? But it's not under his personal page. Oh, okay. But somebody must have, like, re, re-downloaded it somewhere else. Yeah, well, and his, like, and the whole thing is, like, it's, like, almost like satire. Because, mm-hmm. like, the, the way he dresses, like, it looks like he's, um, he was in Napoleon Dynamite. Like, his hairstyle the glasses, the sweaters, like it's just ridiculous, but so fun to watch. I forgot about that guy. One of my all-time favorites. Yeah. Um, and I'll, uh, I'll say another one of my favorites um, who is another operator. He's uh, a, he, I think he is or was a combat controller for the Air Force and some other Air Force special, special uh, operations kind of stuff. Um, this is uh, the guy Grantham. I've talked about him once or twice before, um, but yeah. he's he's becoming a big deal, or if not already, in the gun world with uh, his reviews on kind of everything gun related. He does um, reviews on, on guns, obviously optics, um, even like clothes, like tactical clothes, shooting clothes, um, that kind of stuff. And this guy goes through more ammo, 
testing one gun than I've probably ever shot in my entire life. Yeah, I think I've watched a couple of his vids, not too many of them. Yeah, he's got a unique but sense it, of humor, um, very kind of internet meme culture. Um, and you could tell he's still in the military, um, which is not a bad thing. He's just got that kind of sense of humor. Um, but very informative videos, um, which I think is kind of cool. And he's one of those people where it's like, you have to do what works for you. You know, this is what works for me. And this is why I set my stuff up this way or whatever. But, you know, if you want to do something different, that's up to you, you know? Right. So, um, but yeah, I mean, lately I think, I don't know, cause he's gotten a little Mimi, but not too bad. I didn't even, didn't even know that was a word. Um, Mimi, Mimi, like with internet memes, <laughs> I'm not saying it incorrectly, but, um, the other thing too, like he'll, he's addressed a couple things like lead poisoning, you know, and the safety, like of shooting that many rounds and getting, um, you know, you know, a lead test, um, and he's talked about gun rights and politics every once in a great while, but he tends to stay away from that. Yeah. Ends up being a, a killer to some folks. I think like way to lose subscribers, which I don't understand because we all should be on the same page, but yeah, but I think people, there's the same time too. There is like some drama and infighting and sometimes between YouTube celebrities, you know, and I guess that'll happen whether or not they're in the gun world or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So it is what it is, but well, um, there's there's a lot of drama in the gun community altogether. You get, well, you know, it's like we were talking earlier, they get famous and then they're too good for other people, and I don't know. Yeah, well, they, they just need to chill out. Well, and yeah, and and I mean, you and I probably have both experienced too that even as somewhere you know as simple as just people in the gun world, it doesn't matter if they're YouTube celebrities or not, they can be dramatic or oh yeah <laughs> we'll just we'll leave it at that i guess yeah I, I know a few yeah one or two um but no that's uh that's about my list that's all i got i mean that should be enough to keep you occupied for a while i would say <laughs> yeah and, and lately too i've found myself excuse me not just watching gun videos but a ton of woodworking videos a ton oh well yeah you've got the time and we can't really go out anywhere so <laughs> that's right i've been torturing myself because i've been looking at motorcycle videos oh dear so i just watched a today too i just started watching the uh overlanding vehicle video channel too so oh, that has to be fun that could get expensive oh i'm sure because you need another expensive hobby well i do have a pickup that uh, i could just kind of switch over pretty easily yeah that'd be pretty cool man so it would be fun it's just money you know yeah you can't take it with you that's right so, uh, well, let us know. Uh, do you have any more, Steve? Um, I, I mean, I mentioned a few. Like, I'll watch Military Arms Channel once in a while. Yeah. They have some cool stuff. Um, well, I'm sure there's some other. One time, some not one time. Sometimes I'll, I'll throw on a Demolition Ranch video. If it, if the, the thumbnail looks entertaining enough, I'll watch them. Those guys are pretty cool, too. So Sure. There's a bunch out there. Yeah, there's no shortage. But, uh, yeah, and you can use your best judgment to tell if, if somebody's good or not you can you can tell pretty quickly i think at least yeah so um but if you have any youtube uh, channels that you want to suggest to us or maybe your own podcast at iishooting.com or find us on facebook and instagram at uh, range minded and uh, yeah. that'd be cool maybe we can get a big list going on our facebook page that's right that'd be so, awesome yeah 
share to the rest of the community. Yes, sir. So we'll stay safe. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. All right, guys, be safe. See ya. Thanks for listening to Range Minded. Find us online at Range Minded Podcast on Facebook or send us an email at podcast at iishooting.com. We're always happy to get feedback, episode suggestions, whatever you want to send us, really. And be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and pretty much wherever else you get your podcasts from. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.